0: Hello and welcome to Kicking Balls, the podcast where two twenty-something Americans give out a whole lot of opinions on soccer as if they're fact. Long time no see. But we're going to start um, with the group stage of the Euros and kind of move on from there. We've notable that things. Notable things to say about the group stage. Um, Can group I just a, say, that, Group A? Why did everyone think that Turkey was somehow like going to be like the breakout team of the tournament? I don't know. I okay. think, and I will say I was also a little disappointed by the general Welsh performance, both in the group stage and... My Welsh flag is just hot hanging up there on my wall by on its lonesome. But yeah, both in the group stage and like when we talk about the round of 16 in a second, I was just generally disappointed in the Welsh performance. I... Ex- expected more a little more from them they looked really good in a couple of games but they weren't able to maintain it I just I I just generally expected more from Wales um Switzerland I think we'll talk about later but they did far better than anyone expected them to even after the group stage but we'll we'll talk about the Swiss in a second um group B I think went remind me the people who, who group b the was. teams group b is belgium denmark finland russia oh, um yeah. group b the teams that i expected to come out of that group came out of that group um yes yeah. the fashion yeah. in which it happened was, not, was necessarily not what i expected what we expected but it belgium winning all three of their games is is what i expect from belgium um we'll talk i'll talk i have quite a bit to say about belgium actually so we'll We'll talk about that. I think more with the round of 16 and then the quarterfinals. Yeah. I have more to say about Belgium, but. And I will yeah. speak more on Denmark because they're the loves of my life. Yeah. Um, group C. I was really pleased to see Ukraine get out of there. Um, I have more to say about them as well. Oh, the Dutch. Um, don't even get me started on the Dutch. The Dutch and Austria. High I don't have a time to hopes. say about that. Group D. Um, England tying Scotland in a goalless draw was a interesting England did not score a whole lot of goals um until today yeah until the quarterfinals but we'll talk about England of course quite a bit later nothing nothing too crazy out of that group I don't think um I I hoped I had hoped optimistically That Scotland would do a little bit better than they did, but I think that yeah, I had such as life. Um, such is life, I suppose. Um, group yeah. E, I actually expected, I will say, um, Spain to win that group. And I expected Poland to win at least one game. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, even Lewandowski can cannot. Well- even, Do it all even by the, his own song. Yeah, even the best player in the world can't drag a team of players who are just not oh. just not, not great. And then Group F, the absolute craziness of Group F. Um, it was
1: great.
0: It was everything it that it was supposed me, to be. It delighted me that, nah, that France didn't beat everybody. Um, yeah. It delighted me that Portugal finished third. Germany, I don't think has performed to that level that they should be performing in about three years, I would say, since they performed to their to their talent level. Yeah, since but, they um, won the World Cup. <laughs> really. But well, we'll talk, we'll we'll chit chat about Germany in a hot second. Um that's all I really have to say about the group stage. Do you got anything else out of that? That's that's uh, yeah, that's what I have to say. I also will say for Wales, so my two teams that I love are obviously Denmark and Wales. Right. No, no, no. But I mean, like nobody who we really expected to go through the group stage didn't go through the group stage. And Denmark, obviously, honestly, they really impressed me in the Belgium game coming out and just like playing their asses off, um, which kind of was a little bit of a forewarning for Belgium's demise potentially um, in the end. But we can discuss that um, a little bit further in the future. Um, but overall, not many, too, not too many surprises in the group stage, I don't think. Yeah, things did start to get crazy in the round of 16. As so, we love, as we love um, to see, see that happen. So let's just say that the group stage, because of certain standing, set up some pretty good games. For the mm-hmm. round of sixteen, that you would maybe think would more be like a quarterfinal, quarterfinal or semifinal game. So yep, we were treated so early on to some good games. Wales, Wales, Denmark. Um, I could say stuff about this because somehow my two teams that I was rooting for ended up playing each other. I was rooting for Denmark in this game, even though my representation of me loving Wales is on my wall right now. I do love. I can't not root for Denmark so that's all I have to say Wales didn't play well at all in that game but the Danes really did so made me happy for nothing kind of tells the story of that Italy Austria Austria really made Italy work for it on this one um yeah that was the first goal that Italy conceded I think in like a ridiculous (laughs) like 700 plus minutes or something like like, no like way more than that like it was like 16 games or something like that like An absolutely ridiculous streak. Um, And I think that everyone who didn't know Donnarumma's name before Euros knows it now. Um, Hopefully. He's, he's what, 22? Like. 22 or 23, he can't be older than that. He's like our age. And that's young for a goalkeeper to be like as wildly successful as he's being, I mean he has not given up more than one goal in a single game for Italy, I think ever, which yeah. is certainly really a stat. Damn good. <laughs> certainly a stat. Um, I don't know. I will say, I-, I think he's very good. I don't think that that statistic is entirely him though. I think it probably has I mean, they quite, have a- to do, quite a lot to do with the,
1: Defense. brick wall
0: that is standing in front of him that is it. <laughs> yes so that is, that is the um, italian defense, defense. I, I think he's very talented i'm i'm interested he's actually a free agent right now um yeah. so i i'm curious to see where he'll end up there's some rumors floating around that he's going to go to psg but Ugh. i've said it before and i'll say it again psg is where young players go to kill their careers so accurate we can and, talk about the Mbappe drama also, at some point. Yeah, I know. We'll get to that. I have tons to say about that. Um, <laughs> vindication tastes so sweet. Um, but Italy <laughs> looks good. That's, the, that's looks the moral good. of the story here. Moral of the story. However, yeah. um, Austria played them. That was the first extra time game, right? And they really yes. they really pushed them. Austria definitely moment. pushed them challenge that i think italy needed a challenge they hadn't really seen yeah. any sort of adversity yet and so that i think also set up for their next round game which i'll talk about in a hot second um yeah. but then we go on to the absolute catastrophe of the dutch like what happened there well i mean what I was matthias the lift doing that's that was what happened head empty no thoughts truly I love him as a defender but he doesn't think like that was like a dumb blonde moment like it was like what was he doing they were done because even if that guy and then and then the other thing was that I felt like the only guy after that who looked like he wanted it was Frankie Dion like yeah nobody else everybody else seemed to like just completely lose it after that like yeah, and so I and I just think that like in a tournament set up like this, particularly an international tournament where there's not the same amount of like chemistry and cohesion in international team in national teams the way that there are with 12 teams because you just aren't with each other as much. Yeah. So like wanting it can win a game. Like if you want it more, that might just yeah be the game. Yeah. And I think that in that game. Pretty clearly, the Czech wanted it more. Yeah, I agree. I also think that it's important to point out, like, I mean, everyone knows this. still did not have to do that. Even if they had scored there, there was plenty of time for Holland to come back. Like, it wouldn't have been the end of the world if they had scored, but it was—it was literally just stupid. Yeah. And I think he knows that. Like, I think he said that, didn't he? That he like. Yeah, I think he was like, "I'm an idiot." Like, it it is what it is. Whatever. It's just upsetting. They just need to. I don't know. Get their act together. Let's talk uh, Belgium, Portugal, and about how I've been saying that Morgan Hazard was the better Hazard, and everyone was like, "Shut up, Katya," and I was like, "Mm." "But I'm right though," and that was an absolute banger. That was I a was banger. Scared. That was, like, if you want to, like, the definition of a banger, that was a banger. That's a banger. Like, oh, God, it was a beaut. Um, it was very nice. I will uh. say, I think this game, however, Belgium, I thought, outclassed Portugal. Um, Ronaldo literally might as well have not been on the field. Like, he was yeah, not He just yeah. literally did nothing. Like, I, I think it's really, and I also can't, logic out for myself why bruno and bernardo never played on the field at the same time oh my God. Like, wait i was thinking the same thing i never understood it either i just didn't don't you just, just made you want to put your best players on the team why are you a you're playing the best one of the best teams in the world they i think they're ranked number one going into the tournament belgium that is yeah they've got you're facing kevin de bruyne who is <laughs> very there's a very strong argument that he's the best player in the world right now. Like, yeah, yes, and and you've got the Hazard brothers and Lukaku. Yeah, and and their goalie is Courtois, who and I I am not a Courtois gal. I I have I seen him in the past, but he's, he's a still good, good, and he's particularly a good shot stopper. He did not have a good tournament. I don't care how many PKs he scored, he did not have a good tournament because if no. he'd had a good tournament, then Portugal would have be Belgium. I agree. And I agree. and just that, and just I just can't get, I can't wrap my head around the fact that Bernardo and Ber- and Bruno never played on the field at the same time. Yeah, we're very, I don't really very rarely did. That. that just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, no, it doesn't. But whatever. Um, I have one other thing to say about the Belgium. Portugal game uh, I, I think that Belgium was sank the moment that that really nasty tackle at the end of the first yes. half on De Bruyne yes. yes that was it for Belgium Belgium was never gonna win the Euros after that happened I didn't know for sure that they wouldn't win their next game but I was I was like there's no way and I even said like after he came out I said it's an ankle unless and it's, it's Kevin physically impossible and it's Kevin De Bruyne unless it's physically impossible for him to play like he will play in the quarterfinal he confirmed he confirmed it was I was, know like, I know I know and I knew that you you could tell looking at the yeah, tackle didn't look like good. you were yeah. like he did he that or that's messed up it was I I watched it the one time and I hid my face the rest of the time I, I was do, like I, I can't watch. yeah yeah I cannot watch that happen again and again and again but I, Belgium was sank the moment that happened. So. Um. The other so hazard basically, getting hurt too didn't help eden eden hazard getting hurt didn't help but i do think that he's less in, integral to the belgium team than, than i do agree is. With that. but yes. it didn't help it didn't help matters um right. so then spain croatia which was cr- absolutely crazy that was a wild game spain's up three to one Okay, this was in the, the funny thing. So I was Spain watching Spain goes up three to one in the seventy seventh minute, right? So here's the thing: I wasn't watching this game. I was um I've been down in the Outer Banks for those people who are not Rachel and don't already know that. Um, uh-huh. and we were on um, we were like we went to a different island for the day, so we were like bopping around like doing some stuff, and I was like watch I was like keeping an eye on the. Actually, we were at lunch. Um, so I was like sitting at lunch, like updating the like match are on my phone and you know it was drama 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 you know the early own goal for croatia well goal for croatia own goal by spain um they're like the goal back whatever else, scores, my, my boy my boy torres who should absolutely be playing more um uh-huh. he started the last game rightfully so i believe um whatever whatever and then of course they t- they score, Croatia scores 85th, 90 plus two. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe they tied it up. I can't believe they tied it up. And then they went to uh, the extra time and Morata scored a banger and Arith Abel scored shortly thereafter and sort of tied it up pretty quickly in extra time. But that was a The funniest a thing, so moment. I was watching it at work with my coworkers and my coworker, mm-hmm. we were watching it and my coworker, he was sitting next to me and he was like, it was 3-1 and he was like, you know, Spain. If anyone's gonna shit the bed, it's Spain. <laughs> right. And then literally like five minutes later, I was like, "Yo, well, the thing is they shit the, the like, bed." And then, like turned it around, you know. Like they like figured it out, and we're like, "Oh, like Marata suddenly figured out how to score." Like, can we talk about Marata? Uh, he can't Marata score. I know, I know, I know. Like and the mo- fact that-, that he ridiculous. Like, how many times has he literally been just like? All you need to do is touch it, man. Like just between just put, him just put it between the the two tall white things just and you're put doing, it in between them that's between all him and Timo Werner they should like go to like goal scoring support group. Support um because good lord but then yeah. of course but then you know everyone's like trashing him the whole tournament and then he scores that goal like that yeah well that's, absurd. that's what happens that's but what I'm happens. like But I'm like, can he recreate it, though? Like, can he do that again? I want some consistency. I will will see some consistency from Maratha before I apologize for the slander. Um, All right, we'll watch them beat Italy, and then that'll happen. Yeah, nonetheless. Nonetheless, let's talk about France. Wait, this was probably the best game of soccer I have watched in um, a long time. Entertainment value, I agree. Yeah. That's Um, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, the thing was we were traveling back. We were watching this. We got back for extra time. So, so I watched, I didn't watch the like 90 minutes that they played. I watched overtime and the PKs. Um, and I will tell you the exact moment that France lost and it wasn't when Mbappe's free kick got saved Uh or, um, penalty got saved. It was when Pogba played Mbappe through one-on-one of the goalie, and he missed the fucking net. Yeah, I remember that. That was bad. That is when when France lost the game. That is when you want to be compared to the best players in the world, Kylian Mbappe, you better score that goddamn goal. If anyone's a new listener, Hot does not like Kylian Mbappe at all, Um, and has shit on him for months, and now feels validated because... So here's Did the not thing, well. it's not that I don't like him, well it is, but it's not that I don't think he's good, it's that I think that comparing him to Messi or even Ronaldo, who I hate, is <laughs> ludicrous, I think it's ludicrous, and and, and that, that game exemplified to me why. Ronaldo, I hate the man, would never miss that goal. Ronaldo scores that a hundred times out of a hundred. He never misses that. Kylian Mbappe wants to be the next Ronaldo. You can't miss at clutch moments like that. You, you cannot, you can't. Not without a whole career's worth of clutch moments that you did score to fall back on. Yeah, I agree. He's also come up small in other big moments too. He's so come I think up that it's not in the big moments really and you can't and, and to do that and then have your PK saved. Yeah. As fifth kicker. I honestly I don't think he should have been the fifth kicker, just like I don't either. I don't either. I think that it was it was a mistake on whoever was lining up the kickers to make Mbappe the fifth kicker. I think he should have been first, probably but um he yeah. should take one and I'm not saying like he's bad, but like let us just remember that's a lot of pressure and I'm just saying like that definitely played well her, the like, thing is the thing is it's a lot of pressure Mbappe wants to be the guy if you want to be yeah. the guy you so have I've to, heard you have to be okay with the pressure I've heard here did you hear that Rabio's mom yelled at Mbappe's dad in the stands that's the funniest thing I've ever heard that's so I, did hear that. I heard a rumor that he's been complaining about how Griezmann's the guy on the French team. Yeah, man, maybe if you scored clutch goals, you'd be the guy. He was like, he, he this is all, who knows if this is true, but apparently yeah, yeah. some source said that Mbappe was saying that like, Oh, I have the best free kicks. Like, why is Griezmann taking the free kicks? Like, I should be and all this stuff. Well, okay, that's all well and good. But when you get your one-on-one with the goal, I guarantee you Griezmann was in on that chance. He scores it. He probably would have. This isn't also the first time, because before the tournament, uh, Giroud was like, oh, Mbappe doesn't pass the ball. Oh, yeah, no. I think he's got an attitude problem. I think he learned it from Neymar. Probably. I think he's anyway. an ego case. I think he is think so. following in Ronaldo's footsteps and being an ego case. And at least Ronaldo's ego, as much as I hate the man, is, like, warranted. Like,
1: yeah. like I said, I mean,
0: Ronaldo yeah. Ronaldo would ne- would be fifth kicker and sink it every time. Like, you know, yeah, like... Because he takes a lot of PKs, but yeah. Like, Ronaldo, Ronaldo's also clutch. Like, I hate the man, but he's clutch. Yeah, like, he knows... Well, except when Juventus played Porto in the Champions League. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, there's occasional, you know, but the thing is, you everyone forgets about that because he's been clutched so many other times. Yeah. That it's like, if you don't like Mbappe doesn't have that reputation to like carry him through. And the fact that anybody acts like he does is ridiculous. And then the other thing about, because I heard two, they were basically like, two methods of defense, right? After Mbappe, after this right. happened, like people who were yeah. defending Mbappe. One was one was, great players have had their lapses, like it is what it is, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And that's all well and good, but Mbappe has not given himself that, that cushion. I think that that is a fair defense if you were going to defend Thomas Mueller's miss, which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh. That was so sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a fair defense if you're going to go Thomas Müller's moment. Because Thomas Müller has won a World Cup in which he finished clutch chances. Mbappe has also won a World Cup and scored some goals at that World Cup. But France was never backed into a corner where Mbappe had to dig them out. Um, right. Like, Mbappe has never carried a team on his shoulders. No. Um, he has not. If you want to, so so I don't think that you can use that. And then the other defense is he's a young player; he's still developing. And here's right. my issue with that, which is yeah. what my original criticism of Mbappe is: is that Mbappe is the exact same player today in 2021 that he yeah. was in 2018 at the World Cup. Yeah, he has awesome. not developed since then. And yeah, that well, player, not- that player is a great player. I'm not saying right. that he's not. It's that. You can't say in the same breath that he is on par with Ronaldo and that he is still developing. Right. Well, because, because A, neither of those are true. And B, like, that's dumb. Like, you sound stupid. Like, I, I just, the thing is, I get why the French love Mbappe, right? Like, he's young, he's, what he's their fast, whatever. But nothing to me about him indicates that he can carry a French team by, like on his shoulders that he can do it by himself or or largely by himself yeah because look at the team that France is around him. everyone's like oh and Mbappe won a World Cup and Mbappe didn't win the World Cup Pogba won the World Cup and Conte and, Griezmann and Conte and Griezmann and that? Giroud and Gotta like Drew. <laughs> The French team is, I think, Morse is one of the most, if not the most, talented, probably, they probably got 15 truly world-class players, right? Yeah, which is why they won the World Cup, right? Which is which why they won the sense. World Cup. They didn't win the World Cup because Mbappe is French. They won the World Cup because Mbappe, Pogba, Conte, yeah. Griezmann, like, which is fine that's what you want to see from a team (laughs) like it's france is good because they're they're good throughout the whole team not because of one guy and the thing that i think is true is a lot of these guys are several years older than mbappe yeah and I don't think that Mbappe can do it alone should they all retire. I and mean, not that they're gonna like, like not that they're I mean, all like they're, not retiring, not that they're like, yet. retiring yet, but like in five years. Like Yeah, and that team's gonna be together for a significant more amount of I time. Think that, and I think so, that yeah, that's that's what I think about that game. Yeah. And I think anyway, but also just a big deal in general as defending world champions go out yep and switzerland i just want to also say just point out that it's not like switzerland played a really really good game Grand they did Depca, absolutely can you play that way for arsenal year-round because that would be helpful for my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like not to say like switzerland won that game France no yeah absolutely didn't, like, lo- like, like you know what i mean it- like yeah, like Mbappe lost. I don't want that to be lost. Them. Like it's it's like yes Mbappe lost them the game, but Switzerland won the game. Yeah. You know, you know what they mean they fought like, back in that game. Like you know they mean They did like, absolutely. There absolutely. were plenty of moments all where credit, they could all just credit be, to Switzerland. We were like we're playing against the world champions, we're not supposed to win. Again, they went down cold. they went down 3 to 1 at the 75th minute. Yeah. And then they fought back, scored two goals in the last five, basically five minutes of the game. They scored 10 minutes of the game. They scored at the yeah. 81st minute and the 90th minute. Yeah. And yeah. then kept France goalless through 30 minutes of extra time. Yeah. So I just wanted to point out, good job, Switzerland. Yeah. Um, sure. Let's talk about England-Germany. Yeah. Um, I'm going to slander Garrett South- Gareth Southgate. Despite the fact that they won both their round of 16 game and their quarterfinal, I'm going to, I'll be the one to say it. He's a coward. The fact that you lined up with a five man defense and two defensive midfielders is cowardly. That's cowardly, especially when you have some of the best offensive players in the world on your team. That was nowhere close to their best 11. And yeah, they pulled it out. But they didn't look like they were going to pull it out until Jack Raelish came on the field. God I love that man. While they were playing, I said, Germany's going to win this game if they don't put Greylish or Bowden in. Or Mason Mapp. Well, Jack Raelish the really made the difference in that game. Jack Raelish came in and they scored two goals. Yeah. Did he he been, didn't yeah. personally score either of them, but he made both of them happen. Yeah. Jack Grealish's dynamic runs in the final third <laughs> made the <That> de- <laughs> Made such a mess of the Germany defense that like they couldn't. And especially after Mueller missed that chance that he got sent through and and didn't oh, didn't finish it that off. Was so sad. I don't even. Th- I didn't even know who I was rooting for in that game. I just love Thomas Mueller. I didn't either. I I think that I also think that like they waited too long to put Sane on. Like he could have, because the thing is like. Who do they have in there to start? I don't, I don't, I don't know. But whoever it was, they were never going to outrun maybe. Kyle. No, know. he wasn't. He came in late in the game too. But they were never going to outrun Kyle Walker. Like, yeah, yeah. Kyle and Walker I think that we all know season. that, like, the problem, like, Germany's going to be way better when Flick is the man. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everyone I, I knows think that, Germany's problem, which is not the, really the players, but it's like the system and the coach. So, and I just think that like Germany. Journey needs to clear house a little bit. I know Cruz retired after the loss. I think Neuer needs to step down. I think that yeah. um I honestly I think that, think like, that Thomas Muller is okay for maybe another I think he can World play Cup. in the next World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that the way that he needs a um he needs a, a forward to flick on to, right? Like, yeah, like Levandowski, like you role. see. Yeah. Right. Like that's what he does. That's what he's so, so good at. So yeah. either Werner needs to learn how to score or they need to play Kai Havertz as a center forward like Chelsea does. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. I think they should go the second. I think that they should play Kai Havertz like a center, Kai as a center forward. Kai Havertz looked good, like, very good in this tournament. Kai Havertz like... looked very good in the tournament. I, think. I yeah. think Kai Havertz in the second half of the Premier League season and in Euros sort of, cemented his his, He like I think kind of just figured his shit out a little it was clear he was very nervous in the beginning he just adjusted he 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 needed to adjust and he did he finally adjusted I think he looked like one of Germany's best players but I just think that like and like Kimmich is still pretty young and very good and like I think they need to just like I don't think Germany is going to be particularly nasty at the 2022 World Cup but I do think that Flick will come in. He'll clear it out a little bit. He'll get it going again. He's a really smart manager. I think that, so Portugal, I feel like has always, you know, in the past decade since Ronaldo has been Ronaldo, Ronaldo. (laughs) have, have looked to play the ball to Ronaldo, right? Like that's, that's what they've done, right? They, they, they defend really well and then they give it to to the ball to Ronaldo. Yeah, the problem fine, I think that Portugal had is that Ronaldo is no longer their best player. Right. Yeah. If you ask me, that's Bruno and Bernardo. And Giao yeah. Felix barely even saw the field the whole time. He also like messed up I know royally he, when he saw the ball. He picked up an injury and didn't do what he was meant to do when he did get on the field. But like, he didn't get a chance to get even get comfortable like on the yeah, field. but regardless true. regardless ronaldo like just did nothing like they're like oh he scored five goals three of them were pks oh my, God, my mom had a fit about that three of She's them like, were they, PKs.
1: they should like not count
0: pks you you're telling me that and this czech guy who's also scored five goals i don't think Chick. any of his were pks i don't think any of them were no like you're really telling me you're going to be like, oh, Ronaldo, the best goal scorer at Euros, three PKs. He scored yes. two actual goals. He scored two actual goals. So, yeah. like, we'll, we'll see Germany rebuild a little bit. Um, I have quite a few German friends who were quite upset at the loss. But, um, I mean, but, yeah. like, also, it could have been worse. I, I will know. say um, the last game... Was the Ukraine Sweden extra time? Um, good fight by Ukraine, honestly, in that game, yeah, 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 definitely. I, I think that, and I think that this sank Ukraine in the quarterfinals. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the game in a second, but um, Zinchenko is, is such clearly their most naturally gifted player, yeah. Yarmolenko, Yarmolenko, and Yarmchuk are both good, good players, but. Cinchenko is is yeah. clearly a different a different level. And I think that honestly, like he was playing more wide in the Sweden game, which I felt like was a mistake. I, I think they need to get Ukraine should have had him more centrally and on the ball more, but they ended up playing it out. So who am I to who am I to judge? He played more centrally um, today, I think. He did. The red card in that game. <laughs> Yeah. Was a red card. Absolutely. Yes, yes. it was nasty. What's
1: Shall we talk
0: quarterfinals? Game? Yeah, so we set up... Okay, so let's do... Switzerland, Spain. Was the first of them. Um, this game was... I didn't watch this game because we were driving back from North Carolina, but I followed it pretty closely on the thing. Um, Spain scores early, can't hold on. I didn't they scored in the eighth minute. I expected the Swiss to score. I just was like, there's no way Spain holds out a one nothing lead for. uh, Yes, it's Spain. 82 minutes, there's no way. Um, Mm -hmm. And of course they did. Um, Somehow. And then they go to extra time and can't get it done in extra time. I think that the subs that they made, I don't think were. The subs Spain made, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that, uh, frankly, I think that um, Sarabia shouldn't have even been starting. I think that who came in for him? I don't know. I, that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Moreno, or no, Moreno came, Olmo, Danny Olmo. I think Danny Olmo should start ahead of Sarabia. I think that he's better. Um, I think, yeah. And I just think that the, like, they put in Oritabal for Torres, which it, it seemed to me like they took their speed out. And I mean, Torres was the fastest guy on, in their front line. But Spain, yeah. like, I don't know. I just don't. Enrique has never really been about speed. So all right, whatever. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I do think, though, a big... I, I do not like the Pau Torres-Laporte pairing. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm glad you said largely, that. I'm not, yeah. Largely because Laporte is so much better on the left. Yeah, I would agree. I haven't been and thinking Swiss, that they and, and Switzerland's goal was as a direct result of Pau Torres literally just being clueless. Like, because Laporte came across... To he took the ball and then it literally just bounced off of Torres. Like, what was he doing? Like, why was he in his way? Like, I don't understand. I don't know. So, I don't know if, so I odd. don't know if the two of them don't communicate well, or if they, they don't have a good, like, dynamic, or, like, what I the deal I don't know how, is. Long, how long have they played next to each other. Like, Probably how... very, very, very not a long time, because yeah, that's what I was until, saying, like, Laporte. two months ago, Laporte was French. <laughs> exactly, that's what I mean, like, so. But I mean, like, that's why I think it makes so much more sense to play Laporte on his natural left side and put Eric Garcia they've been at the same club for the last oh, three years yeah. they know each other they know how each other plays they're a like laporte is be laporte is clearly the best center back out of the three of them right like laporte is the best of the three yeah. and I just think that playing him on the left is so much better playing him on the left with a center back that knows him and that he knows is a smarter oh al- it's not always about playing the best players it's about sometimes playing- it's about yeah, the, who works. Particularly with center backs, particularly with center backs, it's about the pairing which pairing is better, not which player is better. Okay. And I think it's pretty clear to me that the Laporte Garcia pairing is better than the Laporte Torres pairing. Yeah. You could be so right. I would like to see, Spain It'll be interesting play to see with Garcia in the semifinal. Because they're gonna need a tight ce- tight center backs to play Italy. So I'll be interested. In yeah, there was one. a um there was a red card in this game as well. I forget which one it was, but it was a Swiss I guy, forget. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I forget what the red card was. I forget exactly what it was too. I, think I it was pretty none ugly of the red studs, cards. Right? None of the red cards that I've seen. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. He. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was studs up into both the feet, leg. I think into something. Yeah, it I was think it's I, a know what... maybe. Yeah, I just remember me both being like, "That's of, a red card." Both of the both of the red cards that um, happened recently, I thought were were certainly were most certainly red cards. Like you just yeah. the That's only okay. other thing to say about the Spain Switzerland game is just how many PKs were saved and or missed. Can we discuss Busquets Busquets PK, which was just honestly post. one of the worst worst ones ever. Honestly, no, it wasn't. Skying it is worse than hitting the post, I think. Yeah, but he set the goalie the wrong way and then still missed, which in my yeah, mind is just bad. Post. He hit the post and he hit the inside of the post. If okay, had, so you're saying if he missed the target completely, it would have been a Yeah, it's worse. way okay, worse. Okay, that's fine. If he okay. missed the target completely. Like, there are guys that just simply sky it over. And that's- That's true. That's worse. That's worse, I think. It was still was not a good PK. No, it wasn't a good PK. If it's a good PK, it scores. But like, yeah. But then Unai Simón saved two. Yeah. And then the one Swiss guy missed. Like that's three to one is a really low PK score. Like usually it's five to four or like six to five or like something like that. Like, yeah, not not the best penalty shootout, but is what it is, I guess. It's more entertaining when they they don't score as often. I think. I don't know. When there's some saves to be seen, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I like the saves. Um, but anyway, Spain goes through, honestly. Um, still can't really decide how that happened. I don't know. I feel like they're not playing well, but somehow they're, you know, yeah. advancing. Yeah, well, they score, they've scored the most goals out of anyone in the tournament. Which still so is mind-boggling and doesn't make sense to me. But we'll see. Belgium, Italy. Okay. First off, let's just say... Kevin I think was it, playing was with torn clear. it was clear before he even said anything. I was watching the game and I said, he's hurt. Yeah. He wasn't moving well, or he was not that he wasn't. Okay. There was one. Not play... that he wasn't moving well or wasn't playing well. It's that he clearly wasn't at a hundred percent. There was a play. I don't know when, but he was running down the middle of the field on a fast break and Lukaku was ahead of him and he passed it. And I was like, if he was a hundred percent, he would have been able to get past the guy and run yeah. fast and past it. Like,
1: yeah, like the he clearly wasn't waited moving.
0: like a minute. Yeah, he clearly wasn't moving quite up to par. His passing wasn't. I mean, the thing is, De Bruyne's passing being a little off is still it's very still really good, good, but it was not. It was not cutting through Italy the way that it it may For have been then. had he been at hundred percent. And and. And I saw some idiot on Twitter being like, well, if he wasn't at a hundred percent, why didn't he let somebody who was play? It's like, because the Bruina at 90% is still better than yeah, 95% yeah. of people in the world, let alone on the yeah. Belgian team. Like it just, again, and, and people I on thought, Twitter are stupid. Yeah. So I, I think that it may have been a different game had he not been injured and he very clearly was injured. Um. Lukaku sort of made a mess of a couple of chances that he maybe should have put away. Yeah, I yes. I was going to say that. I I think, I will say, I do think they got, I didn't see a lot of the game. I, cause I was arrived home sometime in the middle of it. Um, But I definitely saw like the last like 20-ish minutes. And there was, it's so stuck in my mind because I still don't understand. (laughs) There was a, I think it was a free kick that got served into the box, maybe a corner kick, but I think it was a free kick for Belgium. Yeah. Um, and Witzel went up for it. Donnarumma went up for it. Oh, and then a, yeah. a foul got called on Witzel. Yeah. I Here's remember the this thing one. Chiellini was literally in between them. Yeah. Like Vitzel went straight up, Vitzel did yeah. not foul anybody. Like it was a it was really a terrible call. And I and I think that it it grinds my gears extra more because the ball was loose. And yeah. I think that odds are a Belgian player was gonna pick it up and put it in the net. The yeah. way that it was loose. And they called this foul on Bitzel that just wasn't a foul. Yeah. And that kind of stuff just grinds my gears. And I'm a Belgium, I'm a bit of a Belgium fan girl because I'm a, I'm a De Bruyne girl, but um, it just, it just, the couple of things that I saw in the last couple of minutes of the game made me not too confident that it was a particularly well ref game. Yeah. I don't know how much of a difference that made in the first 65 minutes or so because I didn't see it i was just watching updates on my phone but yeah i just think that belgium oh and then taylor twelman idiot extraordinaire oh my um, god no don't even get me started i muted the game i can't listen to that oh man my talk. god he's such a moron he's so stupid it's like because what he is, says you can expect the exact of opposite his... to... <sighs> 95 of 95 of what he says isn't stupid it just doesn't make any sense I genuinely think that if De Bruyne hadn't gotten hurt in the Portugal game, Belgium might have won. Yeah, I think so too. And I think if Belgium beat, I think if had Belgium beat Italy, I think they would have won the tournament. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But speaking of, speaking of, can we talk about how one side of the bracket is so much tougher than the other side? Yeah, it's kind of funny how that happened, isn't it? And England, and England is just has a stroll to the final. Hey, hey, hey! Denmark is not a stroll, okay? Not a stroll. Not a stroll. That might be. Do, that might be wishful thinking. We have the power of the Vikings behind us. I wouldn't yeah. put. it, you know, but I'm being serious now. Like, no matter what. However, like just how Denmark is playing and everything that's happened. I don't think that you can count them out of any single game.
1: I don't think I you can go into I the
0: England-Denmark game saying and I that do think England is England going is, to win. I think that England is the very clear favorite. Yes, I'm not going to deny that, yeah. And it would be an enormous upset if, Dan- if Denmark beat them. Yeah, I agree. I, but but I think that mean... Southgate, if Southgate plays like a coward, like he has been, that they could yeah. get punished for it. And part of me yeah. really wants him to. Like, part of me, like, really wants Southgate to just get punished for playing like a coward. Yeah. That's my new favorite thing, to call people cowards. Uh, Do you want to talk about the Czech-Danish game? Yes, I would love to. Um, Thomas Delaney. Thomas Delaney? Terribly, terribly defended quarter kick. But I will say, didn't look to me like it was a quarter kick in the first place. Okay. It was not. It was, it just, it it just was wasn't. But you know, you gotta, in in you gotta take advantage of those, you gotta take advantage sometimes of bad calls. And I mean, that's what they did. Um, so, you know, it, it was a, it was, it was what, what it was. It was a defended corner kick. That should not have been a corner kick. But they, the Czechs did not defend. That was a terribly defended corner kick. Delaney is well known to be good in the air. How is he just like, lunching around wide open walk. literally like, how in between be... two defenders not guarding him like what are you doing like how does how do you give him that much space i have no idea but um i'm i'm here for my dorbin man getting this getting the goal yeah honestly the second goal was the goal that really was like well that's like a freaking good goal Um, uh, yeah. the pass in on the outside of the foot and then obviously the finish by dolberg was so yeah Um, Lovely. Um, They really came out in the second half and really made me think, oh, they're about to shit the bed. But they reined it um, in and uh, pulled one back. That was his fifth goal of the tournament. Part of me wanted to see him, the Czech win, just so that he could score another goal. (laughs) So he could Um, get to Ronaldo. So he could beat Ronaldo. He did get to Ronaldo. He just didn't beat Ronaldo. Oh yeah. But
1: if we move into the other game,
0: Harry Kane had a brace today. I hate that man. Sterling. He's playing better now. Sterling and Kane both have three goals for the tournament. So. Sterling is. Oh, yes, Sterling does have three goals. Sterling? The shocker of the tournament, honestly. Yeah. Sterling not playing like shit. Sterling being able to finish. Where was that all season? No, nowhere. Where was that all season? Irrelevantly not there. He could not finish for his life for City this year. But all of a sudden, okay. he puts on an England shirt and he's like, "Fuck y'all, I can score now." Um, let's, keep I mean, that energy he... into, let's keep that energy into the Premier League season, Raz. Like, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, England—if we want to move into talking about that game—England is looking very good. Um, See, I don't think England looked that good. I think they looked think good the in the just, sense that they got Crane I, just defended I, poorly. Let me let me rephrase what I'm saying. What I meant. I thought going into that game, England could not do what they needed to do, and actually let Luke, Ukraine be in that game. I was impressed mm-hmm. by the fact that England actually just did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Which maybe that's yeah. a low expectation and so, a low bar. So to I pass, think, but I am very critical of Southgate's lineup choices. Um, I think that's like my favorite thing to do at Euros is like shit on Southgate for being bad at picking lineups. Um, like. I do think, however, that this lineup was slightly better than the one that they played against Germany. I'd still make two changes of it in it to be their best eleven, I think. But um, it was better. I I don't understand Southgate's obsession with playing Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips, both of them why. at the same yeah, time. I don't know. Like why? You have you have some of the best, most creative attacking midfielders in the damn world, that are, like, 20, 21 years old, 22 years old, and you're not playing them. Like, for why? I think he's worried that... I think he might be worried about, like, defense. Well, clearly he's worried why? about defense. because he keeps John Stones and, and Harry Maguire are doing perfectly damn fine. Luke Shaw has had a phenomenal tournament. Kyle Walker is Kyle Walker. He is what he is, which is fast as hell. Like... That's just about it but that's okay that'll do, but that'll stones, do them good but stones knows kyle walker stones knows what to do how to cover walker's no. side she i think that, that the back is. line that they played today is their best back line i think so too because shaw has been playing extremely well in this tournament yeah agreed but okay. i just can't get over playing Franklin Royce and Calvin Phillips at the same time and you've got Phil Foden and Manny M- M- Mason Mount wasn't on the bench today, but you've got Phil Foden and Jack Raelish on the bench. Like what is happening? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe Phil like, so Foden did just come off like actually the two the pair of them didn't just come off the best seasons of their careers. Like Yeah. The other thing that makes no sense to me is why the hell is Marcus Rashford not played? Like Oh, that makes no sense to me. I don't like, understand that. Or Garrett Southgate. You have I have questions. I have so many questions. It doesn't make any sense. Basically, more My of the other story question is, is my yeah. other question, not just to Dar- not to Garrett South Garrett Southgate, but to the general English public. Yeah. Like what is your obsession with Jaden Sancho? Oh, why like, does everyone love him? Why are you all like Kissing the ground he walks on. We've had this discussion before, haven't we? Because the thing is, the thing is, he's been a dormant. I know he's going to Man U now. But he's been a dormant the past three or four years. I'm a dormant supporter. I've watched him play. Are you guys just, like, not watching him play? He's the most wildly inconsistent player. Yes, Like I agree. He has moments where he looks great. And then you don't see him do that again for 10 games. Yeah. Well, this was always the argument when the question was playing him or Giovanni Reina at some point during the season. And I always was like, I don't know if Sancho's the best player to be playing right now. Sancho's wildly inconsistent. Wildly inconsistent. Leading me into that, on the same note of Jaden Sancho, why in the living hell did Man U pay that much for him? <laughs> Man U doesn't need any more wingers. He's not better than Marcus Rashford. I don't think no, he's, he's really any better than Mason Greenwood. Like, what do you need? But they'll I play think him Mason... over Mason. They're going to play him Mason over Mason Greenwood Greenwood are about the same. And Mason Greenwood is 18 years old. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think they just paid that much because Dortmund was like, you're not getting him if you don't pay this much. But why they paid like eighty five million for him or something He's like that? He's not worth because the transfer market like is so stupid. inflated. It's just inflated. That's it so just, stupid. I agree. I agree. Why would they pay that much money for him? He's like it's like one of the top ten biggest transfers in Premier League history or something like that. It doesn't really make sense. But the pro, that, that's the problem, right? Is but Manu. But then again, Manu is not known for making sound financial decisions. So. I'm not necessarily surprised that this is what happened. Oh. <laughs> all right. Um, do we have one last did we talk about we talked about all of them? Did we? Yeah. We did. We did. Look at that. That was pretty good. <music> do you want to give some thoughts on the semifinals then? Before yeah, we sure. wrap up? Italy, Spain, I think the winner. I think if it doesn't go into overtime. Then the winner wins euros. Okay. You think Spain I think if, can beat England? Yes, I do. Okay. Particularly, particularly if Southgate plays like a coward. Okay. Well, that I agree. With. I think I'm. I don't think I think if England actually played their best eleven, I think they win. I think that if they play Italy or Spain without their actual best eleven on the field, and Italy, if Italy and Spain go to overtime, yeah. then I think England might win because I just think there's an exhaustion factor to, yeah. like Spain have gone I would to like overtime to, two games I would in like a row. to make the point, the small point and potentially unfair point of England's going to be playing in front of their home fans, and I True. still don't know necessarily how I feel that they've only had to play one game outside of Wembley. Well, it seems to me like it's basically just the same thing as like the tournament taking place in England you know what I mean like usually it takes place in one single country but like I also like Denmark has been playing well when they've been playing in Copenhagen so like I can't really complain. Yeah. Anyway. and Spain quite a and played quite a few games in Spain and, and so on but yeah everyone has it's not like England's the only one who's played at home and the final was always at Wembley, and the semifinals and the final were going to be at Wembley before COVID happened. Like that was yeah. already the yeah. case. Yeah. So it's but, not, um. yeah. But so, yeah, I, 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 I get I It's, just, I get it's your just a point to be made. I don't think that it's like, I think, you don't have to be going Luka Modric on everyone saying how, I don't know what he said. I don't know what he said now, but he said something that was like, dude, you just hadn't had to play better. Anyway, uh, I, I'm interested to see how the Spain Italy game is going to, I'm really not sure who I think is going to win. I don't know either. I feel like it could either be really boring or like the most entertaining game we've had. Like, I don't know if there's like an in-between. Well, y- what you're having is a really good defense play against the team that scored the most goals in the tournament. Right. And whether they nullify each other or not is the question. So here's here's something that I think Spain could learn from the Belgian game is that um, Italy's defense, in my opinion, struggled a lot with the speed of that young Belgian kid on the wing. Yeah. Um, Doku. Yeah. I just think that kid wasn't, he didn't have, he was too inexperienced to make the most of turning the, the corner on those guys and, and the opportunities that he came. But Italy's defense is good, but they are not that fast. They're also going to be missing their best player, potentially. I don't know. Potentially and best think, player, but he's definitely not going to be And I think so. that Torres could similarly cause problems with speed, except he is better <laughs> at, like, would do be more effective at the end of those speeds. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Pedri has had a really, really great tournament. Yep. Yep. He's played so many minutes. He's played, and also, can I just note that he played so many minutes at Barcelona as well. That kid needs a break. He's
1: yeah. so just break. Spain, he needs
0: vacation. And Spain, actually, actually, speaking of breaks and, and sort of as we move on from Euros, um, apparently Spain has these rules where the clubs can't say no to their players playing in the Olympics. Oh, fascinating. So Pedri Has is play. on the Olympic team. Oh, I, that sucks for him. And I think Barcelona is fighting it. Like that's what I heard. Like they're trying to get. But he, the kid needs a break, man. I mean, it's just, it's just like he's gonna get injured. He's gonna get injured, and he's just not like that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, he's just gonna absolutely. get hurt. Like that's that's the only that, that that's why you don't want him to play is that he's exactly. gonna get injured. Exactly, hundred percent you don't want it to play because he's going to get hurt because he's overplayed. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I can understand why Spain wants them. They, uh, they honestly will play really well in the... No, like, I get it. But, like, frankly, they should trade Pedri and they should take Ricky instead. The fact that they didn't name Ricky to their squad. Is it's he stupid. not on that squad? Nope. I didn't look at the, I do not look at this They did not, I didn't look at the whole squad. I just know that, like, Barca, like, said, the guys on their team that were part of it. Oh, well. The other thing to note about this um, Spanish team, I said this is a Spanish team without Ansu Fassi. Oh, I know. I was thinking about the other day, too. I was like, you know. Other non euro things to talk about mostly Messi's contract did expire. Yep, yes, it did. all signs pointed to him signing another one with Barca, but yeah, particularly since they signed his BFF Kuhn Yeah, I do think that that was oh, well, it was totally a ploy to try and get him to stay, absolutely, which and is it fine. probably worked. But we money. It's like we got Vinny Suarez for you, but we got you Aguero. Like, but, um, uh, and then the only other transfer sits, I guess two. One, Declan Rice apparently turned down a West Ham contract. Um, oh, yeah. Which to me seems like Declan Rice, you're overestimating how much a big club is going to pay for you, I think, bud. um, yeah. But apparently Chelsea's after him. So, what do I know? Um Who knows? There's gonna be some reshuffling. Harry Kane and Jack Grealish. Where are yeah. they going? I don't know, man. Harry Kane doesn't have a lot of options. He wants to no, play Champions football, right? He's not gonna go to Chelsea because that's too much of a betrayal, right? Also, they don't need him. No, they don't, but like if he wants to play Champions League football, which is what he what he wants to do, he's not gonna go to Chelsea. Well, United's Mm -hmm. not about to take him now. United can't afford him anymore since they spent 80 whatever on Sancho and they're about to sign Varon too, apparently. And there's no way they're gonna Yeah, no way that's happening. Well, if they get Baron, there's no way that they're gonna get yeah. So what does that lead? He's going to go to so City. That leads, go so to that City. leads Liverpool. That leads Liverpool or City. Now.
1: Well, City shouldn't we want him they're trying to get
0: Holland. Well, that's the thing. If Holland isn't going to leave this summer, then City goes, do we want to get Kane now or do we want to get Holland in the winter? Right. I don't know. That, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the decision is going to be. That it makes more sense to buy Jack Raylish this summer and get Holland in the winter. Spreads out your spending. I don't understand. A little more. Well, that's my thing, right? I'm I don't know why you upside. wouldn't just wait on Holland, wait on Holland so he's cheaper. But just, he's not going to get any worse. And no one else can buy him. So, well. But I don't know that Liverpool is gonna displace Firmino for Kane. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, honestly, Kane is a little screwed in all in all honesty. Because City's the only club that like doesn't have a number nine right now, right? That is playing Champions League in the in the Premier League. And Kane has said he doesn't want to leave the Premier League. So City is the only one that makes any sort of logical sense. And I guess it just depends on if Pep wants to... The thing is, the thing is, despite... how Kane is obviously a lot older, but Kane is a little... Does, I think, fit into the Pep system a little bit better than yeah, Holland does. I would agree with that, yeah. So I guess it depends on if Pep wants to go, I want to take Holland and mold him into a player that fits my system, which he may very well do. Or... I want to take Kane who will fit very nicely into the system I yeah. think, already. I agree. Maybe Jack realist will decide to come to Arsenal. I'm joking. And that's we're still thinking, have. honey. We'll see. I'm expecting okay. I'm expecting a a, fl- a flutter of transfers after Euros are over. So Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um I don't know about you. I don't have anything else to say. We will definitely do another episode post Euro final, I suppose. Um, Wrap that up and then talk a little bit more about the summer, maybe discuss the Copa America a little. I haven't been fully watching, so I don't have much to say on that. Yeah, We're also literally recording during, instead of watching a Copa America game right now. Yeah. Let's make prediction. Actually, last, last thing, who's gonna win? Italy. Okay. You? Denmark? (laughs) Not wishful thinking he's going to win. My heart is with Denmark and is with Denmark all the way. However, I do agree with you. I think that Italy, if Italy can get past Spain, I think that they might win. I just have no confidence in England either. I don't really want, I think Italy is the last team that I want to win out of the four teams that are left. But... The only teams that I truly mm-hmm. didn't want to win the Euros were Portugal and France. So I'm, I'm probably okay whatever happens. I think I won Italy over Spain. Do I? I don't know. I think I, I, I have more opinions and more personal investment in Spanish players than I do mm, Italian true. players. Well, it should be fun. It sh- these games should lead to goals and entertaining finishes one one can hope so we'll be back to discuss them in a week's time yeah. that's all for this week we'll see you next week on kicking balls